1: It's Friday. It's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armish. Cold sweat runs down on my cheeks. Why my heart's getting hot to beat? My throat's so dry, and I got some shakes. Again, morning, morning. Again, headache. Again, morning.
0: Again.
2: Owner, this week's show has been pre recorded as myself and Exeter Ray are up at the Hammersmith Odeon seeing the original lineup of the damned. Ooh, ooh, and indeed, ooh. Talking to the damned, or not as the case may be, on the idiot box, pun intended, a couple of weeks ago, there was a program on Hans Zimmer. This'll be good, I thought to myself. I'd love to hear his thoughts and recollections on overproducing the damned. The history of the world, part one seven inch of course as usual the damned weren't even mentioned Damned, in my book, have not released one single dodgy album. Admittedly, there are a few that uh, hardly ever grace my turntable. Like a lot of damn fans, I suppose it's the first five, six at a push, that get regular outings in my household. Although, to be fair, I do, like a lot of fans... Enjoy I'm Alright Jack and the Beanstalk, a.k.a. Not of this Earth. I think just Dave's vocals are a bit on the dry side. Grab Disorder was a superb return to form. I still rate W and Amen. Uh, so who's Paranoid? Uh, a bit patchy. I love Diamonds. Nation fit for heroes. I should really put some time by just to listen to Paranoid and Evil Spirits in full, as I don't think I have for a long time. Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta, the new album by The Godfathers, has been very frequent to my ears. Of course, there is a damned connection. Apart from vocalist Pete Coyne playing in the Germans with Scabies and Chris Dollymore, Godfathers bassist John Priestley played in the damned live when Paul Gray was unavailable during the tour to support evil spirits. Uh, hopefully, John services won't be called upon again as Paul has been posting on social media about his hearing loss. From the new Godfather's album, this is I Despair, which in today's UK climate, seems rather apt.
1: and daughters just don't care so I despair I despair
2: Last week i played a live in the studio track by wipes from their freshen up album and very good it was too the band have also recorded live in session for radio woking the results of which have been getting airplay in the states from the likes of jeff of the future on last week's show you might remember me telling you how i got confused with the files that ace drummer from the wipes simon edwards sent me via whatsapp as they were most definitely live and the trouble I had downloading them because, you know, I'm a numpty. Uh, The most definitely live tracks were recorded at the Undercover Festival at the Holroyd in Guildford on the 3rd of April earlier this year. One of the tracks that features in the Woking session and from the Undercover Festival is Baby's Gonna Die. This is very much the live version. Enjoy. Enjoy. Increasingly difficult for musicians to earn a crumb, let alone a crust. From music sales, merch from live gigs is probably the best way to support your band of choice. Of course, if you can actually buy the physical album, vinyl first, CD second, bandcamp third, and streaming platforms a distant, distant fourth, you should do. Since the first record was pressed, unscrupulous nerder wells have pirated the genuine article for their own financial gain. In the digital age, peer-to-peer took over. Everyone's aware of the Metallica versus Napster court case where no one made any money, uh, legally or illegally. Uh, with the advent of streaming platforms, I foolishly thought peer-to-peer had been consigned to the audio history books because, I mean, it's all there for free to some degree. To so hear you know, there might be adverts and the artists might only receive a pittance But it's legal, if not financially, morally questionable. Turns out, peer-to-peer is still a thing, with Rob Moss, he of Rob Moss and Skin Tight Skin, calling out one of these platforms for illegally sharing his new album, Now With More Rockets. I suppose it's a backhanded compliment that someone thinks your work is that good, it's worth stealing. Clearly, I'm preaching to the converted here. uh, I don't need to remind you that for a price of a beer, you know, central London prices, you can own an album forever. Rob's aforementioned over at his band campsite is uh, $10 US for the CD and only a dollar less for the digital version. The track from Now With More Rockets that I'm going to air, you've uh, already heard, on episode 853 back in April But uh, the guest musician on said track, that'll be Scroat, also known as Angelo Bundini, recently joined Adrian Ballou and Tont Runnigan on stage celebrating David Bowie's life. So it seems uh, apt to play again Bloody Shoes. Fiona, you heard, because I played Flame Pilots and Grey Sky Thinking with Friend of the Show and Squirrel Associate Arkwright on vocals. And before Flame Pilots, it was the Amplifier Heads and the man who invented rock and roll from their Rectifier album. And before that, it was Rob Moss who recommended the Amplifier Heads. Thank you, Rob. And Skin Tight Skin and Bloody Shoes. I wasn't planning on doing a covers corner. this week. Yeah, well, all right, Barton, no need to get Button happy, turn it, turn it down, off, off, Jesus, because uh, nothing seemed forthcoming, uh, nothing floated my boat, admittedly the cheats and the street walking cheaters could have been plundered, however, I got sent a few things that, uh, you know, made me change my mind. <laughs> Oh, Barton, for fuck's sake. To yeah. Bring back Mr. Bennett. Nothing, Barton. Uh, the first thing that piques my interest was Legends of Stage and Screen and Margaret with the tones doing Steppenwolf's Born to be What. I did think it was going to be a why moment because do we really need another cover of said song? apparently we do. And Margaret will be releasing a full-length album in the fullness of time with a variety of guests like um, Clint Buck and Danny B. Harvey. Hear that? That's the sound of the bottom of a barrel being scraped. Actually, it's me scraping the microphone. Uh, we all love Johnny Thunders, and I am convinced had he lived, he would have produced his most definitive, greatest post Heartbreakers album. Sadly, we'll never know. Uh, we have been treated to some fantastic found and alternative records from Mr. Thunder's courtesy of remarkable records. However, once again, a new live track has been foisted upon us. Last time it was Born to Lose. This time it's These Boots Are Made for Walking, that I assume is from the same gig. Madrid rings a bell, no doubt Tom from the Phobics will put me straight. And at one and a half minutes. It sounds like it's been edited. See if you can hear the join. I okay, so
0: I really gave up drugs. I feel like a new person. I feel like a fucking mental retard. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Was it Sweden or Finland? Anyway, as you may recall, I love the MC5's kick out the jams. I mean, who doesn't? With me having Michael Munro's take plate at my funeral, with me contemplating the street-walking cheaters as a backup. There could be a third in the shape and form of Mammoth Mammoths. (laughs) Last month, the 69 Eyes released a new three-track EP called Drive. Had it not been for the band's name spelled out in their typeface on the number plate on the car of the very 1980s Athena Gallery artwork, uh, I would have thought it was another band of the same name. After a closer inspection of said artwork, I could see crosses and the V of Drive was actually a vampire's fang. Anyway, uh, a new track, not on Drive, uh, has been released onto the interwebs in the shape and form of Got A Rock, which is a cover of Finnish hard rock band Boycott that came out in the 1980s that I'd never heard of. I have now, and it does sound well 80s, like uh, they've nicked the bass line from uh, Michael Jackson's Billie Jean and the melody from Rockwell's Somebody's Watching Me. Chelsea and the Evacuate revisited version of War Across the Nation. Technically I suppose it's a cover as the original obviously appeared on Chelsea's second album of 1982's Evacuate. Sometimes I wonder why bands will re-record a classic, well-loved record. Unhappy with certain aspects of the original recording process a falling out with the then-record label or former members? Who knows? In the case of Chelsea, it was to celebrate the 40th anniversary of said album. I think to begin with, yeah, and I stand corrected if I'm wrong, it was going to be played live with the set recorded and then put out. But, um, you know, COVID put pay to that, so it was just recorded live in the studio with a few extras to entice us. Guess that worked. Uh, right, just enough time to squeeze a couple of more tunes in. Up first, or up penultimately, are... Riley's LA Guns. If Pete Frame uh, was to do a family tree, apart from having reams and reams of paper, this version of LA Guns would be the tree trunk from where the current Phil Lewis Tracy Guns lineup would be a branch. The same goes for Tim V's Sham 69 and Guy Griffin's Choir Boys. All three bands are the original. It just so happens that classic. Band favourite members all left at some point only to regroup as an alternative version of the band that perversely, but understandably, sell more albums and play bigger venues. What's the saying? The only people to get rich out of this is the lawyers. Taking Riley's LA Guns new track, Overdrive, on face, standalone value, it's a really great song. I believe the album that it has been taken from is called Dark Horse that's due to hit the real and virtual record shops sometime next year. In the meantime, Riley's LA Guns are on overdrive. penultimately, I meant penultimately, penultimately, as I've got seven old minutes left, uh, which means I can easily get two more songs in. So I am. And to think that uh, as today's show is pre-recorded, I will have got the timings right. I oh, blame Barton. Ending, <laughs> no, Ending this week's show will be the Dangerines and their brand-spending new offering of Nomadic Steps. That will be swiftly followed by Queensreich and In Extremis from their Digital Noise Alliance album. Oh and I did surreptitiously play the band's new album to see if Mrs. Armitage would guess who it was. Jeff Tate, no, Bruce Dickinson was her response. Until next week, take it easy.